Digital Jaguars Digital Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in Jaguars drive time as we get ready to preview Sunday's game against the Minnesota Vikings who started off one and five this season and now are in the playoff conversation like we always say that is the goal for the Jaguars is to be in the conversation this time during the year as we welcome in Brian Sexton and John Osier and uh, John it's it's basically Minnesota this morning here in Jacksonville as I walked outside it was 33 degrees it's not okay. I want a refund. Yeah, I'm not sure it's Minnesota. I've had friends from Minnesota who have partied in the middle of the Great Lake because the ice is so frozen. It takes about much cold. But I get it, Ashlyn. It's nippy out there. Oh, Ashlyn. Ashlyn, Ashlyn, Ashlyn. South Florida girl that you are, this is not, this is not Minnesota. Just, I'll leave it at that. It and, and there's a lot of people like watching it. saying, oh, Ashlyn, no. It feels like it in August, right? It was chilly when we were there a couple years ago. Oh, no. buckle up, sister. It's cold there. This is just mild compared no. to Minneapolis. Oh, my goodness. Well, all I'm going to say is that it feels like the North here in Jacksonville, and I'm not okay with it. As we get into big things, big thing one is winning. If you think otherwise, we are here to update you. Doug Marone is trying to win football games. So is his team. So we're talking about next year because we're going to start. We're talking about that franchise quarterback, what the Jaguars need to get pieces, a new general manager. We're looking forward to next year, but this team is not. There is a big difference, and it is important to remember that. Big thing too, Gaglahorn. I did not know how to spell this until this morning, and I bet you didn't either, except Brian Sexton. He knew how to spell it. The Vikings, all of a sudden, they're in the wild card chase after starting one and five. They're an example of where the Jaguars would like to be in the conversation, on the graphic, we like to say. Playmakers making strides like Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. You don't want to hear that horn on Sunday. That means bad things are happening for the Jaguars. Big thing three is new guys who will get their chance this week. Last week it was Josiah Scott and Luke Barku. Who gets to play for Devon Hamilton, who unfortunately is now on injured reserve. Doug Costin is behind him on the jump chart, but that is one position where you have to have next man up mentality. And Brian, it's incredibly disappointing because Devon Hamilton was a guy that we were kind of starting to hang our hat on as a guy with potential and improving every week. And Luckily, it's not a long-term injury, but it is enough to put him on injured reserve. Well, so Daniel Aquale is the next guy up. You know, he's been playing here and there for a couple of weeks, uh, battled some injuries early in the season, but it doesn't matter the name. It doesn't matter the position. Over the next five weeks, you're going to see guys, whether it's a, a Doug Middleton, right, a safety who's been on and off the roster, on and off the practice squad all season long. That's what happens to teams that are in this position. The injury bug seems to bite a little harder and guys don't play. So you're going to see lots of names. I mean, last week it was it was the point I'm pulling out my roster and I'm looking on, online and trying to figure out, you know, who's wearing 36 and who's that wearing 49 and just trying to put names and numbers together. We were doing that this year to some degree anyway because of the roster nature and, and the, the practice squad moving guys all around COVID. Um, but the last couple of weeks, you're going to be like, okay, who's that guy? Can he play? 
just it's it, really the next man up thing gets tiresome. We hear it all the time when there's an injury, next man up. Um, but this is really the case. Who's next? Can you play, Schlin? Are you available? What number would you wear? I would wear number one. I am that important <laughs> in my own eyes. But no, they don't want to call me. I am last on the list. John would be before me. John, uh, next man up mentality to the extreme at this point. Well, it really is. and I get that we can talk about the undrafted or even beyond that, the guys who have just joined the roster. Um, realistically, you might get one guy out of that group that's going to be here next year. I'd like to see in the last four or five games a steady diet of Colin Johnson. I'd like to see if what he showed last week and in training camp is what he is. That was promising. You'd frankly like to see a lot more out of Caleb on chase on. I don't know if you're going to see that out of him. He's not a new guy, but he's a guy who hasn't really performed yet. Some sort of glimmer there. Uh, Luke Barku and, and uh, Josiah Scott, I think those are other guys that you'd like to see. Guys who were unsigned or undrafted free agents and the lower drafted rookies, that's really what I'll keep an eye on going forward. They're big stories because out of that, you need some of those guys to be contributors next year. You know, and, and For sure, we Ashlyn, it, yeah. to jump in here. Go ahead, Brian. That, that, takes, us, that takes us back to big thing one in, in winning, right? So we know that there is going to be dramatic change. That's what we, we talked about the possibility of it for weeks, but now we know it's coming. So the first thing that a new general manager does is evaluate the roster. He looks at the tape of this season, as difficult as that may be. And, and John is absolutely right. There is a percentage of players in certain groups, you know, the undrafted guys, the guys who've been here for a year or two. He'll move them out and bring in his own guys. There's also guys like um, Quincy Williams, who hasn't performed in two years here. Uh, uh, Josh Oliver, who hasn't stayed healthy. You know, there's, there's all sorts of layers of players that, that may or may not be here. Many of them won't because that's the way it goes. So the next five weeks are about proving that you deserve to be here in training camp next year. Not that you are proving that you're the future at the particular position that you play. Right now, it's about these guys showing enough on tape the last five weeks when the situations are the toughest. You know, when you're playing in the cold, when you're playing a team uh, like Baltimore that, you know, that's still in the playoff race and it's up there and it's cold and dark and all those things factor in. How does this guy love football, right? Even if winning in the big picture isn't the ultimate destination for this team, it is for each individual player. It is. It is time for the resume tape builders, as we like to call it. And John, it's interesting. We were talking about this general manager position and how appealing it is. And, but when you look at it, there is so much work to be done. For example, someone was asking me the other day, do you think Keelan Cole is going to get a new contract? And you see the potential of Keelan Cole, and you see both sides of it. But it's things like that that a new general manager is going to have to put on his to-do list, along with Someone like Josh Oliver, Brian, I admit, I kind of forget about him because he's a guy that every training camp we talk about him. But, John, that's another thing on that to-do list is you got to figure out every single one of these players. Well, I would anticipate a guy like Josh Oliver is in training camp because you have 80 positions and he has talent. He's the kind of guy that a GM would want to get a look at. And you bring in five or six tight ends, he's one of them. Uh, Keelan Cole is certainly a question. A guy like Sidney Jones IV is certainly a question. Guys who are free agents after this year, 
that the team and the next general manager has to decide, are we investing in that? How much do we invest in that? Keelan Cole, for example, no question he can play in this league. What role does he see for himself? How much does he want to play for that role? I mean, how much money does he want to play for that role? And then how does the new GM see him? Do those things mesh? The next four or five weeks, as we've talked about, will still be part of that that the GM will look at to decide if that's the case. Big task ahead for that general manager, to say the least, when we come back on Jags Drive Time. Some Ashlyn Ass coming up on the Jaguars Digital Network. With over 100 years of experience, Duval Motor Company knows experience counts, both on the field and under the hood. That's why all of their service departments are staffed by certified professionals who take pride in servicing any make and model, not just the vehicles they sell. Keeping your vehicles on the road is what drives Duval Motor Company. They know how much you depend on your car, and you can depend on them to put service first. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity superior fence and rail knows about commercial fence services from automatic gates to security fence and railing superior fence and rails professional team delivers with great communication trained installers and quality products trust your next commercial project with a top rated fence company in Jacksonville get off the fence and call superior fence and rail for your commercial project today Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank, created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Farah and Farah reminds you to continue to wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Farah and Farah protecting you and your family since 1979. Back on Jags Drive Time Wednesday morning, brought to you by the Duval Motor Company. And like every week, we have on Wednesday shows Ashlyn Ask. We got our billboards out. We're getting creative with our markers. It's drawing time on Drive Time. Ashlyn Ask, number one. How many yards do the Jaguars need to hold Vikings running back Dalvin Cook to? Obviously, a lofty challenge to hold Dalvin Cook to yards that aren't successful with the Vikings, but this man has 1,000 130 yards on the season. Last week against the Carolina Panthers, held him to 61 yards, but was dealing with an injury that took him out some of the games, so keep an eye on that. Six games over 100 rushing yards this season. So what do the Jaguars need to do this week? Who's ready? 
Brian's ready. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, you, you, I don't know whether you can see that. That's not 35, that's 3.5. Because as you said, they held him to 61 and it didn't do enough. Uh, so I changed your question slightly to make it, what do they need to hold him to? And I went with 3.5 yards per carry, which is a preposterously low number for a guy averaging 5.2. 5.2. That's Barry Sanders' territory, folks, in a single season. I mean, that's, the guy has been playing at an astronomically high level. Um, this is a good day against any back, whether it's Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. If you have a good day against him and hold him to 3.5, and he carries the ball 30 times and still gets his 100-yard game, great. I mean, he had to really earn it that day. Um, but if you're letting him loose for 16 or 26 or 46-yard runs, you've got no chance. So instead of looking at a, a sheer number, because again, 61 wasn't low enough, and they're not going to hold him to that, um, I'd say 3.5 per carry and you're winning. Sounds like a plan to me. What do you got, John? Well, Schlen, I didn't change your question. I have too much respect for you for that. I, uh, I went with 53 <laughs> yards. And, uh, and uh, I... Uh, but Brian's right. I respect him, too. I respect everybody, Schlen. It's, uh, That's very nice of you. You have to hold him without He's the been to sensitivity training. Runs. You can't have him have explosive plays. More than that, you know, if you keep him from having maybe one 10-plus run, but that's it, then you've done your job. And I think the Jaguars will have done their job and have a chance if they can hold Dalvin Cook without the, with Dalvin Cook without the explosive, respectfully. Yes, got to put a Band-Aid on the explosive runs. I have under 100. However, I don't know if that is enough because we saw last week he had 61 yards and did some pretty good damage against the Panthers. But I think to stay competitive in this game, let's keep it under 100, holding Dalvin Cook to that. All right, Ashlyn Askin, number two. What is the biggest characteristic you would like to see in a new general manager for the Jaguars? Obviously, you need all kinds of qualities and characteristics to be a general manager for an NFL team. But what is one that stands out that is number one on the list of something you would want to see in a candidate? Erasing vigorously. All right, biggest characteristic you would like to see in a new general manager for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Brian. John, you're ready. There you oh. go. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I wrote vision. And what I mean by that is, a GM, I'm assuming that a GM knows football. I'm assuming that he can see players. I'm assuming that he can find a quarterback. Most GMs know how to find a quarterback. It's just a matter of whether that quarterback is the right guy, meaning sometimes there's some good fortune involved with that. Is, is the guy available that year? So I'm assuming they can find players. Vision, to me, Schlin, is the most important. How it all fits together. Uh, there's leadership involved with that, setting the tone for the franchise. I want a guy who will see the big picture and be able to fit it all together. I like it. Brian, what do you have? Courage. Uh, because, as John alluded to, the quarterback position requires courage. Look, if you're number one, it takes no courage. My 80-year-old mother could pick Trevor Lawrence, no problem, right? Even when you're picking where the Jaguars are likely to be picking, that isn't courage. Um, but it takes courage to take a Lamar Jackson, right? 
who was a much more uh, explosive runner than he was pocket passer at Louisville. And it's turned out pretty well for the folks up there in Baltimore. It takes courage to take a five foot ten quarterback like Russell Wilson. Um, it takes courage. And at some point, you've got to be able to identify the skill set in a player and, and crystal ball, right? You've got to be able to see what he can become and, and do the homework and research on it. But it takes courage to take a Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. This league is changing. Um, there are two different types of prototypes. And there's more of the Russell Wilsons than there are of the Patrick Mahomes and the, uh, the Trevor Lawrences of the world. So it's going to take some courage to be a great general manager. And uh, I think that's going to be something the Jaguars are going to need. Got to stay ahead of the trends. All right, all these fun buzzwords. I have togetherness. Got to give football the tools to succeed and work hand-in-hand -hand with the head coach. Not two separate departments, but one, work together with the football team, work together with the head coach to give everyone tools to succeed. That is what I would like to see. All right, finally, Ashton asked number three. Here we go. Christmas time is approaching, as you can see from our backgrounds. If you were to give head coach Doug Marone a Christmas present, what would it be? This is kind of a tricky one. Doug really isn't a flashy guy. Like, I don't know if he's going to be rocking Cole Hans or something like that. So maybe something more memorable. What would you give Doug Marone as a Christmas gift? Only three weeks away, if you can believe such things. I must spell check my Christmas present. OK, who's ready? John, go for it. I'm ready. I would give Bologna. Doug bologna uh, because he eats that after a win. And for his sake, I don't, know, I don't necessarily for the franchise's sake, I don't know for our sake, for anybody else's sake, but for his sake, goodness gracious, get this guy some payoff. Uh, I'm tired of seeing him Eeyore. He, he's so down. He's so depressed. I want to see him up. I like Doug. I want to see him have at least one glimmer of success for how much he and the team are putting into this. Give him some bologna, Shlin. The man does deserve a nice bologna sandwich. I'll give him that. All right, Brian, think of more big picture or more Well, sandwich? you remember a couple of years ago where I, asked him, where I asked him on his show what his favorite, favorite Christmas cookie was, and he looked at me like I had a horn growing out of the middle of my head, like, what? I think right now he'd probably like some Christmas cookies. Something cookies. that reminds him of this of the season well you know i mean something that lets him enjoy uh the holidays uh, the christmas time this uh, time of year because the next five weeks aren't going to be fun not that the last 10 weeks have been fun um, and sometimes you have to create your own energy and your own christmas spirit right and i i couldn't draw the whole christmas spirit that jim carrey you know he did the whole who thing and uh in the grinch at the end there at the banquet um, but, but the Christmas spirit is embodied in the cookie. Okay. Well, Brian, maybe you could deliver him some Christmas cookies. That could be an option. We can think. Well, of I made them last night. If there's any left. There you go. All right. This is a big gift. An all exclusive paid trip vacation to Bora Bora. The fish, the ocean, you see it here. That could be Doug Rome. 
He deserves a vacation after the season. Man's been working hard, been dealing with a lot of adversity. I don't have this type of money, but if I did, I would give him a trip <laughs> to Bora Bora. Maybe in 10 years. Thankfully, he does Probably have that kind of money. He's an NFL head coach. He can afford yes. to buy his own ticket. There you go. So, Doug, don't call me, but I'll see you in Bora Bora. You can pay for my tickets. Great deal. All right, that is Ashlyn Ass. When we come back, some Ozone Snapshot here on Jaguars Drive Time. Hey, Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco, visit adecousa.com. There's a lot to see and do in Central Florida during the holidays, but one absolute must-see and must-do is holidays at Universal Orlando Resorts. It's happening right now through January 3rd. No one wraps up the holidays like Universal Orlando. Ooh. Remix of Ozone Snapshot music. John, look how important you are. Let's go to somewhere in the lower 48s and Steve has a question for John. If you were the incoming general manager, when do you redo James Robinson's contract and for how long? We have all seen running backs get paid with a less impressive 10-game resume. Well, we've seen running backs get paid with less resumes, but not this fast because you can't do it. And I included this question because I'm getting it a lot. You can't redo a contract for an undrafted rookie until after their second season. So after that second season, they can redo James Robinson's contract. For a drafted rookie, it's after their third. Uh, the good news is, at that point, he'll still be very young. Uh, I'm, I see nothing in James Robinson that he won't be able to keep playing like this. So you would think they would redo it for three or four years, and he would be one of those unusual running backs who has a chance to play out a second contract. But it can't happen until after 2021 season. So I would anticipate this in the offseason of 2022. 
But do not fret for James Robinson because there is a pool of money set aside for guys in his situation. It's called performance pay. So he'll make a couple of hundred thousand dollars based on the kind of season that he's been putting in this year. There is a system to give them something if they come in and outperform their contract before the clubs can renegotiate them. Yes, so, and there's a system like that for senior writers, too, and I always wind up having to pay money back. <laughs> Weird. I don't like Weird it. how that system isn't in place quite yet. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Jacksonville. John, not this John, different John. With empty and reduced capacity stadiums, why would that affect cap space for teams? If a team is already tight to the current cap and it's reduced, well, they have to release players they'd rather keep. That would certainly change the free agent crop, John. Yeah, it will. It, the cap is going to go down because of the reduced capacity. It's a very complicated system, but the local revenue, the stadium capacity will affect that. Uh, the question is how much it will go down and they'll figure that at the end of the year. It's sort of too complex to get into it in an ozone answer here. Uh, it will cause a few veterans who wouldn't be on the market otherwise to be out there. So I think there will be a slightly larger pool, but the reality is teams are going to still keep guys they want to keep. Free agency is still not going to be the ideal way to build the team, but it'll help the Jaguars situation a little bit because they're going to have the most cap space in the league. Right. So I was talking to somebody the other day uh, who told me that they expect, just looking at the numbers, the cap to go down about 20 to $25 million next year. So say 22, right? And the Jaguars have about $28 million to carry over to the 80 they've got. So you figure they're going to have somewhere between 85 and $90 million. And as John mentioned, you know, that's very, very near the top, if not the top of the league. So it will not impact the Jaguars like it will impact other teams. There are some teams, by the way, who are going to look at wholesale changes because they're so close to the cap in 2021 right now. They're going to have to release good players. So this is another reason why this job is a good job for a general manager because there is room to work with. You don't have to come in and do anything dramatic. You just have to pick the right quarterback. Good year to have some cap space. That's for sure when we come back on Jags Drive Time. Some closing thoughts here on the Jaguars Digital Network. With over 100 years of experience, Duval Motor Company knows experience counts, both on the field and under the hood. That's why all of their service departments are staffed by certified professionals who take pride in servicing any make and model, not just the vehicles they sell. Keeping your vehicles on the road is what drives Duval Motor Company. They know how much you depend on your car, and you can depend on them to put service first. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers: deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization—that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity 
The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. All right, a busy wind day here in the frozen tundra of Jacksonville. We have Doug Marone live at 9 o'clock. We have Jay Gruden, offensive coordinator, speaking to the media. And hopefully Doug Marone this morning is going to tell us who is starting at quarterback this week. And then that said quarterback will meet the media this afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow morning, Jags drive time, taking a deeper dive into this game Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings. Have a lovely Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.